practice. Hello, sexies. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play, and I am Taylor Sparks, your host and sex goddess for the evening. We are here for the purposes of educating, entertaining, and informing you in all areas of sexuality, sexual health, kink relationships, and the business of sex. I am so excited as I am every week to bring you a new guest, but this guest is extra special. But before I bring her on, let me tell you a little bit about her. Renee Adolph, also known as Prandhara Prim, yes. Her sanasyas, given at her tantra initiation, which means go with the flow of love and life. Prandhara is the founder and CEO of Prandhara Prim, excuse me, Prim Therapies. She believes we have the ability to manifest all of our desires. She feels most comfortable in nature and her life's philosophy is anchored in the understanding that we are all connected. Tantra embodies Pranhara's vision and helps others to feel this connection. Pranhara is an energy healer, meditation facilitator, organizer, tantric therapist, sex and relationship coach, rebirther, spiritual woman, teacher, and an eternal student. Pranhara's mission is to travel the world teaching women to heal themselves and how to connect to their innate power. She has been featured in countless publications and television shows around the world, including Lifetime's Marry at First Sight as the Tantric Couples Therapist, Soledad O'Brien Black Rome Salvador on Fox News, Exio Nicole, Mind Body Green, Corset Magazine, UOL, and The Griot. Pranhara has been on multiple radio stations and podcasts, including Women Speak by Grace Linus, The Cinnamon Traveler on WRFG Atlanta FM 89.3, and online at WRFG.org. Through her journey of sexual healing towards wholeness and expanded pleasure, she has come to believe that there is a lot more to sex and pleasure than what our culture has led us to believe. Pranhara, welcome to the show. Thank you. It is such an honor to be here on this show with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Hi. No, I am excited to have you. You said we were talking before we started the recording. We had tried to do this once before, and then I think I moved or my head got turned upside down. I'm not sure which one it was, but I'm sure it had something to do with me. But I am so, girl, you were just doing like all of this. And, and so the question always starting at the beginning, okay, how? How, how did you, you know, wh- how did you get into tantra and spiritual healing and being a rebirther? And what is a rebirther? And to, tell us. <laughs> yeah, so much. So, you know, I think it's been in me, right? Just, mm-hmm. I was born a tantric person. So it's crazy because growing up, you know, I grew up to a Haitian family who's Catholic. So I grew up Catholic, all of this shame and guilt. And you got to wear this, you got to wear that. You can't dress like this. You can't say these things, but I've always been very sexual. And so I would always want to wear like the half shirts and show my body off. And my family's like, who is this child? Like where did she come from? All of my siblings are opposite. They're all very conservative and not me. And so, you know, just I became a psychotherapist and at the age of 35, I was like, you know, there's something more, right? There's something okay. more. I had always been sexual. Like I said, um, never really wanted to stay in one relationship. I had, I'd had so many different partners. I was a serial monogamous, right? Okay. So okay. Last three months. Cause I would get tired. I'm like more, I need more. Right. <laughs> so at 35, I was like, okay, let me do, take a little sabbatical work on myself. So I shut down my private practice as a psychotherapist and okay. uh, um, decided to go and figure out what was wrong with me. And ain't what, nothing wrong with me. Ain't nothing wrong with you. <laughs> what not wrong with me? But I was like, okay, something must be. And, you know, so throughout my travels, it's like a long story short, I started in India doing the meditation and all of that. Then I went through um, South America, um, traveled all throughout South America. When I got to Brazil, I ended up moving to Brazil and I opened up a, a, a treatment uh, center, a healing oh. center, I should say. Wait, where in Brazil was, were you? Salvador, Bahia. Okay. Okay. I've never been there. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Amazing. Amazing. 
And I was just doing therapy. I was doing Reiki, um, mm. journeying because I had did a medicine woman healing course training. Wow. I've, I've worked a lot with indigenous people throughout <clears throat> South America in the Amazon yeah. doing medicine healing. And so a lady, a friend of mine says, hey, I have a friend who teaches Tantra. Can she come and use your space? Never even heard of it. So I was like, okay, yeah, she can come and use my space. Yes. She came and did a six-week um, Tantra training. And I was like, oh my God, this is the missing thing. Like learning how to channel my sexual energy. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. And okay. that was a thing I needed to learn how to do. I had so much sexual energy mm-hmm. and I would sleep with so many different men. I was going through South America and I was like, let me try an Argentinian man. Let me try a Chinese man. I know, but man. they're South Roman. American men. How could you not? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know about the channeling, but shit, I'm just <laughs> like, it's South America. We're going to do Colombian, right. Argentinian, with the Colombian yeah. poppy, the Argentinian poppy. <laughs> yes, get that, that Latino love and passion. And so, you know, when I found that, I was like, oh, there's a way I can channel this energy without feeling shame, without mm-hmm. feeling guilt. And mm-hmm. I can use this energy to help me to create, right? Mm-hmm. To manifest and, and create different projects, different courses, whatever I wanted in my life, right. you know? And so that was, that was amazing. And then she left and I'm like, okay, now I got to find this in Brazil. Turns out I ended up finding a um, Tantra commune, like community, Okay. And I ended up living there for two years. Oh my gosh. Tantric, yes. Tantric meditation, tantric yoga, tantric massage. And it was just everything that I needed to heal my body, right? To mm. even um, our bodies hold on to traumas and our yoni, the vagina, sure. holds on to all of that, right? Because yes. what was happening was I would have sex with these different people, but I would feel empty afterwards. Mm. I would feel like, oh, something... Something is just not quite right. Even though in a moment I had fun. Sure, but then after, sure. I was like, okay. It didn't sustain you. It didn't sustain me. Yeah. So yeah. now, you know, I always say, man, learning Tantra, I have far less sex now. <laughs> the quality, not the quantity exactly. that I've realized. And again, nothing, no shaming, nothing is wrong. Mm-hmm. But for me, I started realizing I'm having way better sex. I'm yeah. having more intimate connections and it's sustaining me. It's fulfilling me yes. as opposed to draining me and leaving me empty inside, yes. right? Because I would, you know, I would just have the wrong type of partners, partners who weren't at the, where I was, yeah. you know, who really just wanted my energy, yes. almost like vampires, right? I would choose wrong partners sure, and now sure. I'm choosing people who are at my level where I, where I am. Right. Sure. And we can do different things, stare into each other's eyes, breathe together yeah. and just have another connection. And whether we want to have penetration or not, doesn't matter. Right. Because mm-hmm. I've learned I can have orgasms even without now having a For penetration sure. is like the cherry on the top. Right. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if we want, must have some. <laughs> if we, yes. <laughs> So, you know, so it was really about my healing. And so, and me learning to accept myself and love myself mm-hmm. and learning different ways to channel this energy. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes I just want to fuck <laughs> and hey, just have listen. Time. And you're talking to a sex goddess. Trust me, I'm all with you on all of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, so it's not one thing and you mm-hmm. can't have the other. It's learning how to accept all of you, the dark, the, the light. Yeah. No. Yes, yes, yes. Right. That that is amazing. You know, I I I think I'm sure you know my girlfriend and fellow sex goddess, um, uh, Parish Michelle Blair. Yeah, you know, yes. Parish. Yeah, so Parish yes. and I, you know, we have these deep conversations about sex and no sex, and and you know our different journeys. And I'm like, I'm not doing abstinence. I don't care. You know, she's like, Yeah, buddy. You know, and I'm like, I, I, even the sex I'm having, that's it's like good enough. I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm good with good enough. 
you know, because yeah, I, I get what I need. I don't, I don't feel, em- it may not sustain me, but I don't feel empty. And I'm like, no, it's good. I'm fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's funny because recently I had a couple of people say, why don't you be celibate? And I was like, okay, maybe I'll be celibate. And then I was like, it's not, it didn't happen. <laughs> Cause I'm like, so, well, celibate or abstinence because celibate is mostly religious based. So was, was yeah. it like a religious journey or without sex or abstinence, just without the sex? Well, so they were saying to be celibate, right? Like for this religious. And I was like, that doesn't work for me. That mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when they were like, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll try it. And I was like, no. You no, know, I can why? be abstinent. Right, why? <laughs> I don't want to be abstinent. Be, yeah, I was, yeah. And I was On like, purpose. I can be abstinent if I wanted to. Well, sometimes it's just because it's just, it just happens. I'm like, well, shoot, I just went three, four months without. Yeah. And so I'm like, but my name is go with the flow of love and life, right? And sure. so if I try... And that's one of the things that I learned. I can, you know, I can try, but then I'm not really going with the flow. And so mm. I can say, okay, let me be abstinent for, or celibate, whatever you call it. Sure. Depending on, you know, the, the context, but then if there's a great connection, I may miss that, right? Like a fleeting. So I'm, I go with the flow. That, you know, that makes such perfect sense to me. I was speaking with a gentleman recently who is vanilla for for all intents and purposes and and when we met he told me that he was abstinent oh good for you but we can hang out you know and then somehow he thought bless his heart somehow he he thought there was like we were like getting romantically connected and it kind of bothered him and then he got like distant like what's going on with you he was like well you know I just don't want to have a romantic connection I'm like I thought we cleared this up when we first met. You said you don't have sex. So that puts you off the table for anything <laughs> with mm-hmm. me because I don't date men. Who, I'm not romantically involved with anybody who doesn't have sex. So you're good. Don't, right. you know, but helping people learning, you know, I always talk about people learning how to use their words. Just say what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Don't hold it in, get all crazy and frustrated. And right. You're already not having sex and frustrated when I mean, any stick. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say that this kind of journey through India and then South America, would you say this was your eat, pray, love moment? Was it, was it, it just fell into this kind of way or were you on a specific journey? Mm-hmm. So it was my eat, pray, love moment. It's so funny because a client of mine as a psychotherapist, my client had just read Eat, Pray, Love, and she was like, oh, I so relate to the character, Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me read the book so I can understand my client. I read the book and I was like, I need to do this. So that's why, based on that Eat, Pray, Love book, I was like, okay, yes. I'm going to do this. But my plan really was to do India for three months and then Argentina mm-hmm. for nine months. Okay. It wasn't planned to go throughout South America. And why I wanted to do that was India to do the three months of meditation, connect mm-hmm. with myself. And then Argentina, because I wanted to, to learn Spanish. I had already been studying Spanish right. and a lot of my clients spoke Spanish. And so I wanted to perfect my Spanish. And so um, that's why I chose that. And even when I went to Argentina, I was like, I stayed at a Harry Krishna farm. Um, oh, wow. Krishna yoga park, I should say. Okay, okay. Just, you know, doing more. <laughs> Um, yoga, but the irony of that was Harry Krishna. Like they're very spiritual, no right. sex, and so no again, sex. Harry Krishnas don't have sex. Well, I, I guess they do, but you know, on the yoga they don't, and okay. Okay. they really do believe it's for procreation. And oh. so, even if they're married, um, they're really strict. Actually, even if they're married, oh. um, they're supposed to only have sex for procreation and not just for pleasure. Yeah, and be, so couldn't be Harry Krishna. <laughs> Yeah. And I live what do you do like when your month. childbearing years are over? You just don't have any more sex for the have next sex. 40 something well, years know. of you know they still having sex. I mean, that's just how mm-hmm. it is. I mean, a lot of these religions are like, and they be the worst ones a lot of times because you have yeah. all of this repression and yeah. then they are cheating on each other, doing all of this stuff and then lying. Doing right? The most, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just be so, authentic. <laughs> you have to be authentic. And sex is a natural thing. It's a part of us. God made sex. And like, our power. God made yeah. sex. And Paris says sex, God is in the orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> 
And our clitoris, the only its only purpose is for pleasure. So how can we be created with a clitoris and not deserve to have pleasure? You know, you know? dolphins have clitorises? Oh my God. Yes, I heard that. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, they are so lucky. Girl, there's <laughs> only seven of us mammals that have sex only for the purpose of pleasure. There's hmm. us, dolphins, bonobos, chimpanzees, apes, shit, uh, lions, and I think Ooh. the sea otter. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Everyone else is on instinct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that was, you know, so that was part of my eat, pray, love and um, journey. And Argentina was also for, for um, eating because Argentina oh. has some good pizza, some good steak. Good I've wine. been there. Yes. You know, so what I what I had decided to do was do the three months in India, okay. and then the, my first month in Argentina, Argentina at the Harry Krishna Eco Yoga Park, so I can continue with the meditation stuff, but kind of ease my way back into society. Mm-hmm. And the rest of my time was going to be just enjoying life, eating, drinking, and so you know, and having and enjoying the sex with the men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I went, oh, well, in India too. I ended up having a couple of Indians. <laughs> oh, I dated oh. an Indian man. I, I I think all men of color are just amazing, but just amazing. You know, and I'm, I'm not knocking non-men of color, but. And they just, they were, they're so beautiful. And it wasn't until I got to India where I was like, wow, they're really attractive. They are, I, some of them are so handsome. So, so sexy. Oh my God. I was just like, okay. I'm like, I know I'm on my eat my, my pray journey right now. And I'm supposed to be meditating and doing yoga, but yo, like, <laughs> you want to come by and help me pray a little? Uh-huh. <laughs> or love a little? We can pray Light after. Right. <laughs> Sex meditation. Light some incense and some candles, you know? See, I'm with you. I need to get, I need to get your, your journey. I need to do your journey. <laughs> Well, and you know, and actually in India was the first time I actually experienced Tantra, but I didn't know that. So I had mm. met a guy, I went to Goa, um, not Goa, Gokarna, which is like a beach town in India, which is similar to Goa, which is why I said Goa. And so when I was there, I was there for like two weeks. So I met a guy, fine as hell. Oh my God, he was so fine. Yeah. And so I met him and then took him back to my place, <laughs> my room, yes. the, the resort where I was staying. And we had a tantric experience and I didn't know that. And so mm. we didn't have penetration, but we kind of like sat in that, what they call the yabby yum position with me on top. And uh-huh, we were staring uh-huh. each other's eyes and breathing together. And I had multiple orgasms and I was like, what did he just do with, to me? Right. Like what just happened? And he never said anything. He never mentioned the word. And I was like, wow, this is great. And so it wasn't until two years later when I started learning Tantra that I realized, oh, I actually had a Tantric experience. So that's why I say, and I know Tantra was something that was already in me and something I needed to learn because it was, it was coming to me. It came to me without me even looking for it or trying to find it, not even knowing what it was. Oh my God. So now how long has that been since you got, uh, became certified or in Tantra? So I went into the Tantra commune to learn and get certified in 2015. What okay. are we in 2023? So almost yeah. 10 years, eight years. Yeah, but I yeah, yeah. started in what, 2010, where I had that experience that was in 2010. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. 2011 was when I did my first six week course. And okay. then um, prior to living in the commune, I had found a Tantra yoga studio that I was going to. Um, um, mm-hmm. and just doing some tantra yoga yeah so it's been since like 2010 yeah well yeah, you know all total. this talk about hot men and hot sex leads me to our sponsor <laughs> <laughs> so i i just have to mention them um because if you are ready to elevate your intimate moments i want to introduce you to union vegan condoms uh the game changers in the world of pleasure and protection Yes, they are vegan. No, they are not a lettuce wrap. You cannot eat them, right? So experience the ultimate connection with our precision fit vegan condoms, meticulously designed to let you feel it all. 
say goodbye to animal byproducts and unpleasant odors because at Union, they keep it clean and simple with their formulas. Union condoms are more than just protection. They're your ticket to safe and comfortable intimacy for all of your body parts. So why wait? Elevate your pledge with Union Condoms today. Visit them at unioncondoms.com and redefine your intimacy game. That's unioncondoms.com. And if you sign on their site today, you can get 20% off of your first order using the coupon code organic love. That's L-O-V-E, organic love. So try Union Comms and rediscover the joy of connection. Of course, always practice safe and consensual intimacy. In India, in Argentina, in Colombia, <laughs> in the U.S., in Japan. Have you been to Asia? Yes. Yeah, so I I spent, um, uh, went to Thailand and I went to Indonesia oh. as well. Oh. Yes. Was this all on the Eat, Pray, Love tour? No, that was after. That was after. So after okay. I learned Tantra, I wanted to go and study some more. So mm -hmm. I did a um, Taoist course in Thailand. It was um, a training. I'm training your inner sexual feminine energy. And then I went to Bali. Those were all in just before the um, before COVID in 2018, okay. I think I went to Thailand. How long are some of the courses, though? How, how long, long are yeah, how long were like the, the courses and certification? Were they like weekends, weeks, or? Oh, um, the 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 one that I did in Thailand was like six weeks. Okay, okay, six weeks. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, I work. For, I've always worked for myself. So when I travel, I've always had that luxury of being able to stay two, three, four months. Yes, and there's nothing like working working, working for yourself. Right, right. Yes. So that was, that was really a blessing that I could just do that. And um, while I was there, both places, I saw clients, like everyone wants Tantra, right? Yes. So yes. Both places. I started offering um, workshops I start, in groups. I started doing individual sessions with the rebirth thing, with Tantric massage. Oh, you know? let's talk about the rebirthing. <laughs> Tell us so, what is the rebirthing? Yeah. So rebirthing, it's a series of breath work, circular breath work, where you're breathing mm -hmm. in and out. Mm -hmm. through your mouth without any pauses but what it does is it helps you to tap into your power and so it helps you to release traumas that you're, you're holding on to that you didn't even know that you held on to mm -hmm. you can access past lives I, I never even believed in past lives until doing this you know we would mm -hmm. doing this breath work you would tap in and you could see and actually experience something that you went through in a past life that's affecting you in this life and then not only seeing it and experiencing it but releasing it right so now you're free of that bondage you know you're sometimes people say I put some videos up on my Instagram okay. of me leading uh, rebirthing ceremonies and people look at it and they're like she's doing an exorcism <laughs> you know because it, sometimes it's scary right and it looks like what the heck is going on but people are releasing. And so a lot of times in these um, rebirthing sessions, mm -hmm. um, people might scream, they might cry. You might even have orgasms. Many people have orgasms during mm -hmm. this rebirthing mm -hmm. session. So it really depends on where you're at and what you need. And, you know, and when you come out of it, you're actually rebirth. You're, you're reborn. You feel like a new person. You feel light. You feel free. So I've had... two, three partners, well, two partners and one lover that I swear there, we were someplace together in a past life <laughs> Yes, because of the immediate connection, um, the intensity of the relationship, even, even it just always, it just felt so familiar, mm -hmm. you know, like you know, when you meet someone and then, and then if you become intimate with them, you know, it takes a minute to get into the groove. I mean, even though the sex may be good, but it takes a minute to get into, you know, the rhythm of knowing each other. But out of these three, uh, the two partners and the one who was a lover, never a partner, but it was instant from the, from the instant of meeting mm -hmm. through the sexual relationship that we had, partnership that we had, it always felt like it was some kind of past life revisited. And yeah. and then remember the movie with 
was it, it was Will Smith and was it Cameron Diaz? They were, he was like an alien and he could fly, but he was a drunk. And mm -hmm. it come to find out they were like from the same planet and they would, and they would like try to escape each other because when they ended up on the same planet together, all hell would break loose. Right. And, and then they would remember, oh fuck, where this and we're not supposed to be on the same planet because we just keep fucking up the planets and right. that's kind of how it has felt with those particular partners so i just i always found that interesting um i don't know about past life from an educational standpoint or a religious standpoint um i just kind of know it on the top of my head like i believe it's possible right. but i think within this life it's so important to do what you want with whom you want and how you mm -hmm. want, because if there is such a thing as reincarnation, my thought process is what if you come back as a leaf on a tree, you live three days and then you die. Right. You would right. miss out on this whole human experience, the good, the bad, and the ugly of it. So, and I'm glad you said that because we, you know, I believe we're spiritual beings in a human body, right? Mm -hmm. Having a human existence. Mm -hmm. And so if you cut yourself off, to not have that human ex existence, that's human experience, then what's the point of being here? If you cut yourself off from having pleasure, what's the point of being here? Yeah. And so we have to experience all parts of ourselves and all all types of emotions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to experience pain. And that's it's yeah. a part of it, unfortunately. It, it would be great if we didn't have to, but that's what makes us human is being able to experience that pain, that hurt, that sadness. But it also makes it better when we do and makes us appreciate mm -hmm. when we have the joy, the yes. happiness, and the pleasure. Yes. And yes. so if we only had pleasure, then we, we, we wouldn't, we would take it for granted. We wouldn't appreciate it because it would just be like, uh, uh, you know, it, it would be like- dull. Another orgasm. Fine. <laughs> Right. So we have to have those, the yin and the yang, right? We have to yeah. have yeah, those yeah, different, yeah. the different experiences. Do Was it the Tantra that, and the rebirthing and, and part of your eat, pray, love journey, was that, all of that, what you learned, was that what led you to, uh, to sex and relationship coaching or did that come before? Um, so that's a great question. It's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Right, right. right. And sometimes um, <laughs> it happens all at the same time, right? Right. Um, so when I had my private practice as a psychotherapist, I wanted to work with kids, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so that was my thing. I was like, oh, I want to work with kids. And it was because I was young. I started my pri private practice really young and most people don't. You're I was still like, young. <laughs> Thank you. I am still young. <laughs> You know, and I was like 23, 24 years old, right? Mm -hmm. And so I didn't feel like I, I had the wisdom to work with adults and couples. So I was like, I just want to work with kids. But what kept coming to me were couples. What kept coming to me were not only couples, but young adult women. And 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 women coming with relationship issues who couldn't mm -hmm. enjoy sex, who had painful sex. Mm -hmm. um, couples would come and they're like, they're not having sex anymore. And so... I had to start learning about relationships and sex, even then. And yes. in, not just learning from the intellectual point of view or the psychological point of view, but I realized I have to share my experience, mm -hmm. right? Because yes. most therapists don't, right? They teach you, you listen, how does that make you feel? You know, <laughs> and so, but then I started learning that I have a lot of sexual experience, relationship issues. Now, right. it may not be the ideal because it's not what tradition says you should have, you know, this long partner and get married and be happily ever after. But I had a lot of experience. Sure. And so that was something I had to learn and share, right? And so, again, like, this is what I was supposed to be doing. And that's why that kept coming to me. Mm -hmm. And then when I left and went to Tantra, after doing my Tantra certification, that same commune that I was living at, they offered a sexual, sexual um, relationships and, and sex coaching certification. So okay. I was like, okay, let me do this as well. You know, sure, sure. <laughs> I was like, I might as well, you Why know, yes. hand and I enjoy this. And so it kind of happened before, during and after. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the great love journey. Did you, yeah. did you, did you, is there... 
you know, out of the multiple teachings that you do, is there one that you lean towards more with regards to it gives you the most joy, meaning that when someone is done, um, either done having a session with you or they've completed a workshop or they've completed um, a series of therapy sessions with you? Is there a one particular area that just is like, man, if I could just do this all the time and have these kind of clients, or is it just kind of like it all? I love it all, but by far rebirthing and tantric massage. And I'll tell you okay. why tantric massage. So tantric massage. So I started doing this in Brazil when I lived in Brazil, right? Uh -huh. And Brazilians are way more comfortable with sexuality. They're open. In the States, we're a little bit more repressed, right? And so, so repressed, a yeah. lot of people also in the U.S. sexually misuse um, different tantric teachings. Mm. Now, when I work with it, um, with women, and I prefer to work with women because, again, men, you know, they come and they want specific things. And I'm like, that's not what I'm here for, right? You, you know, I'm here to, to do healing so that sure. you can have great sex. Now, when I do, when I have worked with men, it's men who have premature ejaculation mm -hmm. or some type of um, uh, dysfunction, right? Sexual dysfunction. Um, but I love working with women who have painful sex, who mm -hmm. can enjoy it. And when I do the tantric massage and I do vaginal mapping, we're releasing yes. you know, all of that pain, all of that trauma that's in there. And then when when they come to, they call me and they say, hey, I enjoyed sex with my husband or my partner for the first time in years. That is that just makes me feel so good. Yes. So good. I had a client who, her gynecologist, she had painful sex. The gynecologist said, you know, take Tylenol, gave her this prescription to take this pain reliever. And I wanted can't to with them. <laughs> and then wanted to give her Botox, like to inject <laughs> Botox in her, in, inside her vagina. Into her cervix and her vagina. To, to... So Botox is a toxin. It's a bo something I, toxin, I know. I know. right? So you're putting this toxin in that's okay. going to numb you. You see people who do Botox in their faces like this and it's permanent right. like this. This is yeah. what's happening to your vagina, right? Right. So you're not feeling you're not feeling pain, but you're not feeling pleasure because it's numb down there. So yeah. how does that help you? How? And this is the thing about Western medicine. It has its place, right? Yeah, Meaning right. that Western medicine is only focused on pathology, which is how do we fix what's wrong? But right. they have no clue as to how you got wrong or where this this pain is coming from. They don't know where to search. They don't know how to look at the whole body as one interconnected unit. They're mm -hmm. just like, here's the pain. This is what I got to fix it. Right. I'm like, no, now her but partner, huh? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say her partner will now feel pleasure because she's able to have sex, but she's not feeling any. And right. so we literally did six sessions with the tantric massage, the vaginal mapping, the rebirthing, right? Mm -hmm. As well as the talk therapy to see where it came sure. from. Right. And then within six sessions, she was like, I can have sex with my husband. Mm. And they hadn't had sex in four years because it was just so <gasps> painful. Oh. Four years. Because he didn't want to like, you know, of course. he didn't want to hurt her. Hmm? Of course. Yeah, no. And it's so, and some people resolve themselves because their doctor doesn't know. And they're like, well, if my, if my doctor don't know, don't nobody know. And you're like, right. but if you went to, I tell people all the time, if you went to a one mechanic, and they didn't fix your car. Would you just let the car sit there in the garage? No, you'd find another mechanic. So find another doctor. Look for some other ways that you can be helped. Have you have you uh, heard of the O-nut? The what? The O-nut? O-nut. No. It is. Uh, so for women who have dyna, the painful sex, I can't. Mm -hmm. Vaginismus. Vaginismus is one of them. So this woman does the design that I sell it on my site and it's literally four different separate silicone donuts, right? Mm -hmm. And they go on the penis to, to keep the depth for to keep the partner from going too deep. Oh, so if the pain is way further in the vagina, he might only need to wear one. But if mm -hmm. it's close, he might need to wear two. So he can still feel this pleasure Ooh. and she can still get some pleasure without having the pain, the medicine, the Botox, 
and it's called right. the Ona, but it would go hand in hand with what you do, I believe, yes. um, for some of your clients while you are trying to figure out where exactly this pain is coming from. Mm-hmm. And it it's it, it's a simple piece of silicone, but it yeah. really does. They call it the, the humper bumper. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I got to get that information because I want to order that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They call it the humper bumper. So he, you know, he's kind of enringed, if you will. And, you know, it's it's soft and it comes in regular and it comes in wide for, you know, our big mm-hmm. boys. And um, it just keeps him from going too deep. So how does that work? Like um, in terms of, do you put the condom over it or underneath you would put the condom on first. If he was, if they're wearing condom, you put the condom first and you put that on top of the condom. Gotcha. Because okay. it's literally like a donut and it goes okay. goes on the base of the penis. So you, they might only need to wear one. They might need to wear all four to keep mm-hmm. them from going too deep where wherever her pain threshold is right. until such time they have a chance to okay, meet with you. Cool. And you mm-hmm. might be able to do some, you know, vaginal mapping and some therapy, maybe some rebirthing to help mm-hmm. them because if the doctor can't find anything physically wrong, and we know right. our physical bodies is more than just the muscle itself, we have the right. issues or challenges, if you will, with energy and stored trauma and stored energy. And a lot of doctors, they don't know. It's not part of their teaching. So yeah. there's there's no reason for them to be able to explore that. A lot of doctors don't even know about the chemicals in lubricant. Right. Right, they and don't. I had to tell my own doctor. I'm like, you know that 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 lube you use for the, it, and gave her. She's like, oh, I had no idea. I'm like, yeah. this is this is why some of the women are so dry <laughs> because the yes. lubricant's making them dry. Yeah, it's, it's really really yeah. messed up. Huh. It really is a mess. Yeah, interesting. So, how tell me about the vaginal mapping? Mm-hmm. So, what, yeah. tell me what what is its purpose? How did this come about? And and how do, what do you map exactly? Yes, <laughs> I can kind of do it like this with the how you should get from. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so it comes from um the Chinese medicine from Taoist, um, okay. and one of uh, the people that I follow, uh, oh my god, I just forgot his name, Mantachia. Um, Okay. So he also lives in Thailand. He's okay. in the, he's here in the States as well. Um, but he's Chinese and he moved to Thailand, opened up his center. And he has some great books if if you know if you if you like to read. Yes. Um, I wanted sexual <laughs> reflexology. And so a lot of this information, a lot of the um vaginal mapping come from the Taoist. And um, and so inside the vagina, right, you have the organs there. So you have the heart, you have the liver, the, the penis as well. Sure, sure. And actually when the, when you put the vagina in the penis, they match up, right? Exactly. So the heart is here in the penis and the heart is like up here in the, in the vagina, right? Mm-hmm, and you have mm-hmm. the liver, you have the kidney, the spleen, and all of those hold on to different emotions. So like the liver is connected to anger, for example, mm-hmm. spleen is, is worry, um, anxiety, the kidney is fear. And so when you're mapping and I'm touching these different points, you know, so I, I, I kind of go in the vagina and I touch on these different points. And when mm-hmm. I press on it, they're releasing these emotions and they start talking about what they're feeling. So we start to map out, okay, at this point here at the two o'clock hour, right? Or the six o'clock hour, they felt this. And then I start to explain, okay, so your kidney is right here and that's that fear. And I massage it. And as they're doing breath work to release that. And so now- they're releasing those emotions that's stored within the vagina, right? Mm-hmm. Even in the guilt that they might have felt from having multiple partners or the things that they heard that this is what their mama said. <laughs> their mama said, yeah. So I'm releasing all of those things. And mm-hmm. so that's that's what we're doing. Cause and we can do the same thing with the penis, right? So with men, you know, you can do the the penis mapping and, and um pressing on different points during like a lingam massage releasing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those traumas that stored around there. I want to do that part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to set up shop for penis mapping. I, <laughs> I used to sell a cock ring called, um, oh my God, it was out of Amsterdam. Oh my God, I 
I can't remember it all of a sudden, but it had like a little tail piece on it and it was made of a really hard um, resin and you had to be sized mm -hmm. for it because it went from like 40 millimeter to 63 millimeters. Right. And on the cruises, when, I, when I'm doing the cruises, I would have these cock rings and I would do my seminar and I would talk about the benefits of a cock ring. And I said, but you have to be sized. So the guys would come over and I would literally do cock ring fittings like all day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like I came to see about the cock rings. I'm like, show me your junk. <laughs> and they would just <laughs> drop their pants and I would go, um, I, I think that's like a 45. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would love yeah, to do that too. That oh my gosh. Fun. I miss cock ring fittings. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so fun. Like I love, like, this is the first time in my life where I can say, I love my work. Right. Like I don't even consider it work. Like no. I love what I do. You know, as a psychotherapist, I love that too. Like in a sense that, you know, I was helping people, but it was like, but now I'm like, now I love my work. Right? <laughs> Trust me. I understand. Cause I have nothing in this world. I don't think anything in this world could get me to do anything other than what I am doing. I guess if I had to do something on the side for something, but I, Right. It's my, it's my pleasure. It's my right. joy. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I, yeah, it's um interesting. Yeah. The vaginal mapping, the sexual reflexology. I just added that book to my website. Oh, good. Okay. Actually. And I, I'm not, I'm assuming it's the same author. I didn't look at the author. That's I just saw it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to look to see if it's the same. Uh, it must be. Yeah. It must. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I'm going to look to see if it's who you're referring to. Okay, it must be Montachia because I don't, mm. yeah, I haven't seen too many other sexual reflexology books, but he's like the godfather of it, you know? So nice. he's, he's a good person. And yeah. he has the mapping in there. And because I have like about 250 books on my website. <laughs> Everything. Does. Wait, do you have a book? So I do have a journal. I have a journal and I'm like, I'm working, I'm working on a book. So I know everybody's Come like, on, get it done, girl. <laughs> I know, when are you gonna put out your book? But I do have a journal. It's on Amazon. Okay. I'm awake, sacred, I have to give it to you. Sacred Goddess Awakening Journal, something like that. Please send me the link and I will put it in the show notes. So tell me about the services that you do offer for, tell me about everything that you offer. So the people will yes. know. <laughs> okay, thank you. So I do offer one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching mm -hmm. to be a sex goddess, <laughs> right? Um, I do <laughs> I do offer one-on-one -on -one, um, therapy sessions, tantric mm -hmm. coaching for individuals, for mm -hmm. couples. I love doing couples. A lot of couples come to me because, yeah. you know, the sex has died down. Um you know, they're just not connected anymore. The woman feels like my husband only touches me when he wants to have sex. And I don't feel like he really, you know, really wants to have that connection with me. So yeah. I enjoy doing that. And then I also do, um, I am actually in January, I will be teaching a, a three month tantric basic certification because it's oh. a lot. I can't do everything in just three months, mm -hmm. but um, starting in January, It'll be the tantric basics, learning the breath work, movement, okay. sound. So those are like the basic three pillars of Tantra. And so mm -hmm. once you have that, you know, we can start doing other things. And I'm going to start, I'm going to teach yoni breathing, lingam breathing for men. Okay. As well as tantric massage. Tantric massage. And I do do tantric massage sessions. I do yoni breathing sessions. Okay. Okay. Um, tantric massage is just great. It helps people to... um feel pleasure in their bodies so our mm -hmm. bodies um, our entire bodies uh it's one huge sexual organ right For sure. we can feel pleasure throughout just from touching the shoulders right i'm looking mm -hmm. at your beautiful shoulders and i'm like okay. you can just touch us and have an orgasm from there right yeah <laughs> i'm too ticklish for that <laughs> so i'm glad you said that so it's so interesting when um our so the sexual places like it goes dormant because we're not used to touching it and okay. then when you feel ticklish it's because there's a block there right there's some type of shame or guilt or some type of trauma that you may not it might really be so Check yeah. out, no, i'm ticklish like everywhere no just, yeah so let me tell you when dude. i started working with people who were ticklish they'll be like oh my god i can't i can't i'm like just breathe through it and I, then I, in those spots where they were ticklish 
they would start having orgasms just from touching. So I, I always, okay, I believe that, but I, I've always said, you know, I'm not a light touch girl. Like you can't, right? you know, you need to put your hands on me. Okay. Yeah. But that is how we do the massage. It's a very kind of light touch. Oh, I just be giggling and crying. And but <laughs> let me tell you, the first session might feel like torture, but sometimes it doesn't. I've had people say that, oh my God, I'm ticklish all over. Can't. And in the first session, they're just like, oh my God, this feels great. And then others, after I work with them through breathing through it, yeah, two, three sessions in, yes. they're having orgasms just from that touch. Girl. Yeah, I, I don't mind the orgasm part. I just don't want to be tickled. I just, just, just put your hands on me. All right. <laughs> I need the time. Girl, I, I, want, I want to do a massage session on you. So you I want feel a nice, I need a, a time <laughs> massage. You need that, that deep <laughs> tissue. <laughs> do that <laughs> right over damn it ah! you know? yeah but yeah but that's one of the other things that I love about the tantric massage because people realize that they can feel pleasure in places yes. they would have never imagined oh you know and gosh. have orgasms you know um squirting not from not even having someone you know penetrate inside of you or touch the clitoris so you right? know that drives me insane the the, the I'm like don't I I can. I have no problem squirting, but I do not. This is not an orgasm that I enjoy. Oh, really? No, yeah. I'm like, don't do that. Don't. Oh, right. oh, here we go. That's how it feels. So we're like, don't tell. I'm not a toy truck. Stop it. You know, because as soon as men learn how to make a woman squirt, they treat it like the newest toy and they won't stop until you're dehydrated, falling off the bed. And so <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm just like, stop it already. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, and that's, and that's, and that's so funny because it's so true. Like there's time. So with women, we can have orgasms, right. And you know, this, we can have orgasms yeah. and we can, we can squirt, but, right. and we can squirt and have an orgasm at the same right. time. Right. But sometimes, you know, and even for me, sometimes the squirting is like, okay, I'm just, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm just doing it mechanically. Cause I was like, a lot of times in my courses, I was like the model and they were teaching me. So I'm yeah. just squirting as I'm feeling pleasure. Right. But okay. then there's other times where I can squirt and have an orgasm and feel pleasure yes. Yes. or I can have an orgasm and not squirt. Like, you know, you don't have to. Right. 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 So, and so, yeah, I get that feeling. Like if you, especially if the guy's doing it because they just want to do that. Um, so same thing when I was saying when a lot of times women come to me and say the man just touches them mm. just to have sex. And mm. so women we feel that. So when he's just trying to make you squirt because it's this big thing and it's going to feed his ego, I and made her squirt, yeah. yes. then it does nothing for you. But if he's really exploring your body and wants you to feel pleasure, he yes. wants you to feel good. And squirting is a byproduct of him really being in tune with your body, then yes. it's great and it feels so good. But there's yeah. a difference and we feel that difference. I feel the difference. very Yeah, because I'm very in tune and I'm just like, don't just give me the dick and let's stop mm -hmm. this. <laughs> We just got to right. dick, please. And we can stop this. <laughs> yeah, but I want to just. I I can. I'm just not in the mood right now. I just. Well, I just give it a check. Don't make me. Don't make me right. take it. But you know that's you know that's my dominant side. What can I what can I say? So, um, so your tantric um, course, your three month course for basics, basic certification. Yes, basic certification. Starts in January. Yeah. Right. Is that already on your website or do you need to send me a link? So I want to make sure it's in the show notes so people will know where to sign up because they need to do this. Okay. You know? Yes, I will send it to you. I will send it to you. Okay. It's not on my website yet, but I'm putting it on there. So okay. I'm putting that on there. And then um if people are in the in the um I don't know when you when is this gonna come? When is this gonna air? It's most likely this weekend. Or Friday. Okay, this weekend. So um December 17th, I am having a cacao ceremony. It's gonna have oh. a cacao ceremony. Okay, we'll send um, you that. that. <laughs> okay, I'll send you that. Okay. That's for those who are um it's gonna be it could be virtual as well as in person. Nice because what I'm going to do for December 17th, in person, I'm gonna we're gonna have the cacao, we're gonna drink it. But those who are virtual, I will send them the link, the Zoom link, but I am also going to give them a video showing me making the cacao in a little oh. ritual and they can make it along with me. 
Very and nice. Yeah. So they'll get that extra little teaching of how to make the cacao. Oh, that's going to be very nice. Yes. Yeah, so I'll send them the link to where they can get the, buy the cacao. And then they'll have actually a course that other people would have to pay for, but this is all included. And yes. so um, they can make it along with me and we drink together. And then we Very do all nice. of the healing work, the breathing work together. So that's at 11 a.m. on December 17th. That's a Sunday. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Oh, well, listen, Chica, this, uh, it has been so good having you here. <laughs> know, we need a longer time and hours is not enough. We could, like, there's still so much. You'll have to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate you being here and sharing all of your wisdom and your sexy stories about the men in the Latin country. Because trust me, Argentinians, Colombians, and I, I have, I have, a, girl, I have an accent. I wouldn't quite call it a fetish. It's more of a kink. I have an accent kink. So I'm like, say it again. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I think I do too. <laughs> I, just, I love, but I love all, I mean, even like Southern accents from Texas and North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I had a guy at a swing party say to me, girl, you so sexy. I buddy you like a biscuit. Ooh, like a biscuit, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to bump and so all, all the accents. So listen to my amazing audience to stay up to date with Frandhara. Her website is frandharaprim.com. Of course, everything will be in the show notes. Uh, her Instagram is frandharaprim underscore tantra. And of course, her Facebook is Renee Adolf. And to stay up to date with Sisters of Sexuality, if you have any questions for me or my guests, feel free to email me at sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. And you can catch us on all of our social media at Sisters of Sexuality. And by all means, visit our sponsors, liberator.com, unioncondoms.com. And of course, remember, you get 20% off with your first uh, Union Condoms order with the code Organic Love. And of course, my sister site, Organic Loving. I do want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And if this episode, you know, resonated with you, would you please consider subscribing as a way of supporting the growth of this channel? And, you know, it allows us to keep informing, educating, and entertaining you in all areas of sex, sexual health, kink, relationships, and the business of sex. So until next time, stay sexy and bye-bye. <laughs> awesome. Thank you.